Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis from the Pastani Studios, John McTavish, and from the Box Press Studio, June Liu. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. Hanging in there. Trying not to get uh, skin cancer from the weird summer in April. <laughs> What's going on? All right. So today we are talking about the Sincio Black Lancero. Uh, this cigar is seven and a half inches by 38. Um, comes out of the Placencia factory in Nicaragua. Uh, wrapper, binder, filler, all listed as Nicaragua. No other details other than that. Uh, price point is $10.25. And the cigar is released in February of 2023. And we picked these cigars up from Blue Smoke of Dallas. So if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, be sure to stop in for a cigar. And uh, tell Jay that uh, one of us sent you. And that will get you a, maybe a smile. So, um, all right. With all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Yeah, before I talk about the overall experience, I wanted to give everyone a lesson on proper oh, gosh. Uh, care for your cigars, right? <laughs> you know, so first of all, you take a humidor, that's cedar mm-hmm. light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seth, you listening? Hello? Seth? Okay. I'm not listening to you at all. Okay. <laughs> and then um, ensure that the relative humidity and the temperature. Is that the optimum settings? What is the optimum right? setting? What is the optimum? Is it, is, what uh, is the optimum? You know, that really depends. That depends on how can it terroir? depend if it's optimum? <laughs> you said it's optimum settings. <laughs> no, like, I mean, that really depends. Uh, it could uh, be 60, uh, it could uh, be 80. I mean, it's just... Uh, let's just call it 65, 65, you know? Six, I like that. I'll, I'll go with 65, yeah. 65. Yeah. Those are optimum so, settings. <laughs> so, with that said, let's now get into the actual flavors. Okay. Um uh I I thought this was like a like a bolder, more of a rusty rustic not rusty, rustic kind of a flavor profile. Um uh it what's it's it's interesting, like this is not the kind of profile I like in a cigar that I would typically go for, but I thought like uh it gave really this great like red pepper spice that had this like um if you guys ever had like like red peppercorn, there's like a uh, numbing spice to that kind of a peppercorn, um, and Szechuan? that's kind of the uh, yeah, like like there's like a it's, it's like a Sichuan like mala effect, which basically mala basically means in Chinese uh, numbing spice. So uh, it, it had that effect for me uh, in a really good way. Uh, there's a lot of this like gritty dirt earthiness, but it worked really well with that spice. Um, it had enough of this like natural sweetness coming off nuttiness and like mixed nuts that helped to not just be overly like spicy and um, earthy. So I liked it. It was uh, and and plus I mean God, give it up for that great bird. You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> All right, Seth. What were your thoughts on this cigar? I'm looking up this small spice that June was talking about. Sorry. <laughs> no, it really is a thing. <laughs> No, I believe it. No, listen, I saw this Anthony Bourdain when he was in Cheshvon. It was pretty cool. Um, Listen, I did relight the cigar countless times. I know we're going to get into it, but it just, it impacts the smoking experience. And it's incredibly difficult to pick up flavors and to actually smoke a cigar when you're having to relight it all the time. And... So my review is just fucking a disaster because I had to relight this thing all over. And like, 
I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to waste. My, I'm not going to give my time anymore when I can't when I'm having to relight your cigar. I mean, so the first third I was getting some damp earth, tobacco, wood notes, some barnyard spice. It was pretty muddled. And then when you have to keep relighting the cigar, it's just I don't I don't know what I'm getting anymore. Like I'm tasting fucking lighter. So, yeah. John. Mm-hmm. You should have um, just not answered the second and last third of the second. And just left them blank. Left them blank. It would have been error codes. Aaron would have been like, uh, like I, can't, I can't submit a, a test and protest. No. That's incomplete. <laughs> not applicable. Uh, I'll get into my burn shortly. But uh, I did actually think the cigar set kind of promising the first third with, um, uh, and you kind of talked about like kind of a, a dirty earth, but um, but in a good way. So like there's some creaminess there, uh, there's some baking spices. It was a little, little, uh, what I'd call like a rougher profile. So it's, you know, rough around the edges, but in a good way. And it was, it was engaging and interesting. And I was like, oh, cause this is kind of interesting. Um, mild black pepper, um, uh, chocolate, you know? So I was like, okay, like this is going to be interesting. Um, but I think my burn also affected the profile because as it continued, it just became really earth forward, um, and I think that's just the nature of, you know, constantly relighting tobacco is it's not, it's not going to do any, any goodness for the tobacco. Uh, there was kind of, kind of some sweet earth in the last third, a little bit of pepper there, but, um, I really couldn't salvage anything. So I counted, uh, five relights and, uh, I was kind of closing it down for the review and it went out a sixth time and I'm like, okay, I'm like, sometimes I would relight and just see, you know, if there's anything left, but at that point I'm like, Five relights is just a complete disaster. Like I'm basically relighting the cigar every 20 minutes. And uh, I actually increased the rate at which I was smoking, thinking that, you know, I could could kind of stop that. But no, it made no difference whatsoever. Uh, So, uh, you know, pretty average with a disastrous burn. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with um, toasted oak, dark earth, and heavy baking spice. Got some light cocoa powder that joined in pretty quickly. Uh, second third saw the profile become pretty dry, and then the final third saw the cocoa powder depart and a vegetal bitterness kind of join in. Um, as with Seth and John, the burn was a problem for me as the cigar went out for me five times as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think um, this I think this is a bit of a bummer for the cigar because I think I think our experiences, if it would have burned properly, would have been probably more in line with what June had because it did start out promising in that first third kind of before the, the relays got started. So um, you know, bold, flavorful profile, um, but just kind of lost its potency due to those relights. Um, and it was just um at that point, um, if you especially if you got a good start to a cigar and then that happens, it's just kind of like irritating to you just having to constantly bring out the lighter seeing if you can get back into line with what you were getting but that's usually not going to happen so um yeah i mean i kind of wrote in my review that i maybe i'll come back to it if you know everybody had different experiences but three of the four of us had uh, similar experiences so price is low enough that i might come back to it but i need to i would need to like see somebody that smoked a fair number out of a box and said these are all pretty good and then i might go out of that box but otherwise i'm probably probably not going to go go back to this and kind of try to figure out what what was going on with that all right getting into the scores we're going to start at the top with june at 6.47 john gave it 5.5 i gave it 5.08 and seth gave it a 2.4 so june how'd that 6.47 match up for you 
I think we should just turn this into a single review. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Prometheus would, would prefer oh, that as well. Shit. <laughs> shit. So match up well, Jim. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. All right, John, yeah. five point five. Yeah, it matches up well. Um, you know, I think one of the interesting things is that despite all the relights, uh, I was still able to salvage some goodness out of the flavors, and and to me. It's kind of one of those funny things of like, it's annoying as hell to relight a cigar, but if it was a good flavor profile, I would continue to relight a cigar. Unfortunately, as we all know, relighting a cigar definitely has a negative impact on it, um, but I'll get into that more. But yeah, 5.5, five, 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 that's that's about right. Yeah, my 5.08 uh, matches up well, maybe a little uh, generous. Um, above average flavor profile, that first start was good. You know, I think the blend is probably good if they could construct it properly. But, um, yeah, the the burn itself had its effect in my overall rating of the cigar because I just felt like it was. I was just frustrated with it, so it just it wasn't wasn't that much of a good time for me. Um, and Seth, two point four. I think this is the lowest score we've ever given. So, how that match up for you? Jeez, I mean, listen, <laughs> I it is incredibly harsh. I would come back to this cigar again. And I would honestly review it again if I didn't have any construction issues. However, when I had the problems that I did, like, I'm sorry, like my overall experience, if I have to relight a cigar that I've never had to relight a cigar that many times, the amount of years I've smoked cigars, this is bad. And it's just, if I wasn't reviewing it, I would have been like, and I was trying to get something out of this. And it's just, I mean, listen, the Boston Bruins lost the the Panthers. I was pumped. I was in a good mood. This is no <laughs> negativity. It's just, this is just what happens. And it's just, yeah, maybe if there's other ones, but like, even if you took an average, it's going to kill the cigar. And there's three of us who've had issues on this. And I think I'm just harsher about it. I, I mean, it's Prometheus. You know what? I've smoked plenty of their stuff and raved about it and been high on their Fuente thing. So I think they're going to be okay with me shitting on this because <laughs> some guy's buying a Prometheus lighter and cutter somewhere. Um, so the it looks great. The packaging looks great. This is an old, that's an old brand, right? Like, yeah, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, it's just like, a, a limited edition special in the land. It, it wasn't. It wasn't just blended to sell Prometheus butane, right? Like that's not. <laughs> Maybe there you go. <laughs> Shit! Shit! Oh, was I, even, I was using Lotus. That's my problem. Uh, that's <laughs> the problem. If I if yeah. I was using Prometheus, the cigar would have stayed. Maybe that's, that's the what they should do, man. That's why we don't use Lotus. But no, no offense to Lotus, it actually works. Um. <laughs> It's a shame, though. It really is a shame. Yep. All right. Final thoughts, John. Go for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in line with both of the comments you and Seth made in that, uh, obviously, five relights is is going to be a massive outlier. So, as you said, if if somebody could grab a box and they're like, no, everything here is smoking great, I would be happy to come back to it because I, I feel like the cigar has like more in line with June's experience. Um, so it's one of those kind of rare things where despite this sort of poor experience, I would come back because I don't think the cigar is, uh, is constructed like that. I think it's just something, something obviously happened and that's not right. So, yeah. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on the social media channels and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google play and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one.
Sen sencillo.